0: This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network.
1: Dine Local SD, serving up the latest in the San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history. Hey guys, welcome to Dine Local SD podcast number 17. Today on the show, I have Will Gusweiler of Eclipse Chocolate. Ooh, ooh. Hello. And I have Cat, who is dine local SD Cat on Instagram, and she's our thought leader
2: for dine local SD.
0: Hey, Kelly. Hi. Hi, <laughs> Will. Hi. Um, Will, I'm super excited you're here. Thanks for coming. Uh, I'm in. super
2: excited to meet you. Cool. I've been watching you on Facebook for a while. You have We've a very s- photogenic, cute little Facebook.
0: Oh, thanks. <laughs> We've been stalking each other for years. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, Will, Will juggles so many roles um, at Eclipse Chocolate and beyond. So some I'm gonna... of them successfully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to try and recap all of them, but if I miss any of them, please jump sure. in and let me know. I have a cheat sheet here because there's like too many to remember. So executive chef. Sure. Executive chocolatier. Sure. <laughs> creative director.
2: Uh, you know, all these sound really impressive. It's a small company, but yeah, I, I absorb as much as possible.
0: Okay. All right. And um, digital content creator, managing a 30-person team.
2: Yeah. Uh, we, we're a pretty diverse company. Uh, in the end, I have my master's in sculpture. Really? So I went to art school for seven <laughs> years, and in the end... You kind of have to picture Eclipse as the result of someone who went to that level of art school, is very capable visually, Mm. and learned how to be a chef.
0: (laughs) Interesting. That's really interesting. I did not know that. Mm. I want to ask you more about that later. Mm -hmm. Um, So Eclipse Chocolate is located in South Park, Mm -hmm. and it houses all the confection, pastry, bread, and savory production needed to support a full-service dining concept with daily brunch and dinner service, a wine and beer bar, a confections counter, and a retail area.
2: Yeah. Again, there's a lot going on. Um, We're 12 years old, so every year I kept realizing I need to carve out more income if this company is to be sustainable. Uh, We started as a chocolate company, and it just kept on growing from there.
0: Awesome. I remember going to your first location on El Cajon Boulevard, kind of near Mm -hmm. Luigi's.
2: Mm -hmm. Right next to it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we were there for six years. That was a little dessert cafe. Um, actually that's where I started making, uh, legitimate, uh, chocolate infused food as well. Mm. Cause, uh, for two or three years we were just a chocolate company and then a little dessert cafe opened. And then the very first Valentine's day we did a chocolate infused tasting dinner and it was so unusual and so interesting, uh, that people just kept on reserving and I kept on doing them once a month before we moved to South Park. Six years later, I had done 75 pop-up dinners. Oh God, so wow. it, that in itself was sort of my culinary crash course of education because I kept challenging myself to feel I, to come up with these thematic pop-up dinners that would have chocolate or vanilla or caramel in a savory context. So yeah, that was like two hundred weird platings of food before I committed to a full time restaurant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, good to test those
2: things out, right? Honestly, and you <laughs> talked to some people back then, and they were very much experimental dinners. Mm-hmm. And sometimes things shouldn't be served again. And sometimes things were mind-blowing because people had never heard of it before. Mm-hmm. So it was it was fun uh, for everyone.
1: Awesome. It's kind of fun to be part of something that's that different. And you go, oh, you can kind yeah. of walk alongside and go, oh, well, I wasn't really a fan of that. You know, like mm-hmm. help you with the curation of your future.
2: Yeah. But even thing. even the orientation of it was weird. I was the food runner for everything. Well, and we worked in a 1,000-square-foot open room which was about third kitchen and then two-thirds service area. Uh, So I had my team cranking out the plates that we had designed, and I did all the food running. And to have the chef present, hey, we came up with this unusual plating for this unusual dinner this week, there's a different sort of interaction with your chef at that point. Uh, And I also kept the, the meals really low cost because I also felt you know, this is not your normal dining experience. So I never want price to be prohibitive. So we would do three or four courses at thirty or thirty-five dollars.
0: Oh, that's yeah. fantastic.
2: We were also really vegetarian friendly and yeah. still continue to be, which frankly lowers your food budget a lot. Yeah, <laughs> we there should be more vegetarian and vegan restaurants around because it's much more sustainable across all boards, right. including the cost of your meal.
0: Yeah, yeah, meat
1: protein can get expensive.
2: Oh yeah,
0: definitely. Um, so you have brunch. Every single day. Yes. That's awesome.
2: I don't know why more people don't. Um, South Park is an unusual neighborhood. Mm. Um, It looks like it provides more during the business week than it does. But the real reality here is if I'm going to be a chocolate company, I have to be open during the business week. And if I'm going to be a restaurant, I have to be open during the weekends. So there really is no escaping a very long business week for us. (laughs) Uh, And I don't want a client coming in shopping for chocolate and then expecting to have a meal and realize, oh, I came on the wrong day. You know, that's a disappointment. So in in most of the throughout the week, we're really like five small companies smashed together and any given hour. Any given day, a different aspect of the company is peaking, and a different aspect of the company is probably barely operating. So there's there's a lot of things that are rotating throughout the week, and then throughout the year, because the chocolate sure. season is very holiday-specific.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting.
2: Yeah, it's a little bit of a madhouse of chocolate.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so um, you guys have a supper club, which yes. is that a takeoff of the,
2: the Yeah, product? I originally... Uh, yeah, essentially over the years that has evolved into what I now call EC Supper Club. Um, and I do those dinners now about every six weeks, where they used to be about every month. Um, the one we have coming up is an heirloom veggie celebration. Uh, it's all vegetarian-friendly until you get to the entree and then you have a course uh, – or your choice of a meat entree or a vegetarian entree. But even that, I think that's only $40 for the four courses.
0: Yeah, I still like to keep very them very affordable.
2: affordable. But also, I pay my bills with chocolate. <laughs> that's the heart <laughs> of the company. So anything like this – is a great outreach. Yeah. You know, if I can attract someone for a very affordable special event and they learn about the chocolate company for the first time, that is exactly what my business model is built to do.
0: Yeah, it's almost like you're bringing them in for this dinner, but mm-hmm. then you also have the retail chocolate area. Absolutely. And who can pass up buying chocolate? Like, I can't. There's, such a,
2: there's such a sustainable component about smashing a confections company into a restaurant yeah. or vice versa. Um, the restaurant gives us a lot of attention. There's a company like Eclipse in every single major U.S. city. It's just through a different perspective and a different region. And when you're a chocolate company, it's difficult to ship outside of ground one-day transport because then you have to start convincing people you're going to have to pay next-day air to get this to New York City, and you're not going to pay $100 to get your $20 of chocolate there.
0: Probably not.
2: So every big U.S. city has a really unique chocolate company, and they probably won't grow much out of their region. So ours is... San Diego's sort of interesting take on half chocolate company, half restaurant, but it's uh, it's certainly unique.
1: Awesome. How did you get into chocolate from sculpture?
2: Uh, very good question. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't do a decorative chocolate unless I'm asked to. <laughs> I don't use colors. I don't use molds, um, and that all came from my baggage as an artist. And when I went to it's a master's degree, so some degree it's not just about school at that point. You're you're digging intellectually into your topic. But you're also finishing with a terminal art degree. <laughs> There's right. nothing to Terrible. do beyond that. I have one too. <laughs> have one too. <laughs> so you either teach or you become a functional artist. And the idea of a functional artist is almost ridiculous. How much how much art can you sell someone? Well, it turns out you can sell a lot more chocolate. <laughs> okay. So I graduated and I thought I had intended on teaching, but what if what if I start a chocolate company and create a craft? that a lot of people can appreciate, a lot of people can more heavily consume than art. It's not too expensive, but when you consider a $9 chocolate bar to your normal Snickers bar, it is a luxury, but it's a luxury that people can still afford. So in the end, it became the artist career uh, through the perspective of food that was my most sustainable option. And because I do the graphic design and all of the creative work, it's very satisfying as an artist to sort of parlay as a chef.
0: That's really, really cool. Uh,
2: it's certainly a bizarre set of circumstances that really wouldn't be replicated very easily just because this is a, a clear conclusion of 12 years of me wandering down an unusual path and not that many people walk down. And I have been sort of making it up as I go along. Yeah, on.
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, that's that's like the path of an artist, though, is to make it up as you go along.
2: <laughs> and, and my most successful artist friends also probably finished with a master's degree and then probably took a hard look at the world they live in and realized, how do I carve out a career this way? Mm-hmm. And most of it does boil down to a production line. Maybe it's jewelry. Maybe it's clothing. Well, here it's chocolate.
0: Yeah. Right. So one thing that is um, really appealing to me about Eclipse Chocolate is in addition to your separate club and your date night specials, you also have, is it? I don't know if it's a monthly, I think it's a monthly now, Build-A-Bar night.
2: Every other week now, actually. Every, oh my mm-hmm.
0: goodness. Yeah. Twice a month. So you are inviting people in to create their own chocolate masterpiece.
2: Yes, we started that at our anniversary um, a few years ago, and I called it the Build-A-Bar workshop, and we invited people from the public to come into our environment. Um, the first time we really, really did it was at our grand opening in South Park, so that was almost five years ago. Uh, it turned out to be a lot of coordination to get last year at our peak, last year's anniversary, we had 400 people wandering through the building on Saturday and Sunday, four hours on Saturday, four hours on Sunday. That's a lot of coordination. Um, and we were breaking down our entire production kitchen, introducing people with gloves and hairnets and telling them all about how they were going to make their own chocolate bars. And, uh, it's disruptive to daily business, but a huge opportunity for the community. So why would I not do this? So now we have sort of an evening out event that is is angled for that, that is in our umbral room, which is our formal dining room. We bring some smaller equipment out instead of asking people to come through an ugly commercial kitchen. (laughs) Uh, And they get a drink and they might order food if they like, but it it feels like you're you're adult uh, out for the night and then you're going to walk away with your own custom flavored chocolate bars. So there's 32 ingredients to choose from, milk or dark chocolate. So that's actually 15,000 different chocolate bars. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. There's a lot of math there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm not.
0: I'll believe you. Um, Yeah. Um, Well, we ran a contest. Oh, awesome. For a winner of um, one of your Build a Bar nights. And we're going to have you announce the winner. And I forgot to write it down, so I just did it. So this person won two tickets to a build a bar night of their choice. Yeah,
2: that's so that they'll each make two chocolate bars, and they'll get a drink ticket, and I'll be there, and my chocolate lead at least will be there, and we'll guide them through their own custom chocolate bar awesome. experience. This is uh, the winner is Sandra Volkman.
0: Woohoo, Sandra! Yeah, so Volkman. you can look at
2: you can look at our website, and you can see the upcoming events. that's happening about every other Thursday. Uh, and we'll get you into one of those coming up. Cool, congratulations, yeah. Sandra.
0: Yeah, congrats, Sandra. We will um, email you, Sandra, with some more info and um, how, how you get to acclaim your prize. And she's <laughs> just really fun.
1: Yeah. Um, I know. I really want to do that. So, speaking of the <laughs> speaking of the chocolate bars, how many different flavors do you do you have? Because I know you have some special flavors sure. and you have like your regular ones, that which we also sell here at Specialty Produce.
2: So these numbers start to become really impressive when you hear them, but then you kind of have to contextualize it a little. It's really not that much to juggle because a chocolate bar, when we make it properly stored, is good for a year. So it sounds like we're juggling a lot, but often we're doing, you know, a day's worth of one flavor and then putting it into storage. And with that kind of strategy, we really can make a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So currently we have... Uh, 14 chocolate bars, we're making three chocolate bars for Jason Mraz, which is pretty exciting, so he tours with those. Um, We have six toffees, ten drinking chocolates, 24 exotic truffles, ten of them are vegan, Uh, another dozen salted caramels, four flavors of Caramel Rocky Road... Uh, gosh, I think I'm forgetting things. That's our confections counter. And then we have a pastry counter, too. Mm-hmm. Now, the pastries are much more what you'd expect because, you know, within 48 hours, your pastry is dry and it really needs to be enjoyed. But the fact that we have this unique tra- strategy to showcase tons of chocolate is really unique. But we're making everything by hand, which is why it works. Yeah. We're not manufactured. A large company could never make chocolate like this.
1: Right. So so can you tell me what drinking chocolate is?
2: Yeah, so uh, we've been pretty well known uh, for our our quote-unquote drinking chocolate, hot chocolate, whatever you want to call it. Hot cocoa and hot chocolate I think are really poorly misunderstood. Hot cocoa is sugar and cocoa powder, which is barely chocolate. Mm -hmm. Um, Hot chocolate, sure, should have chocolate in it, but often it isn't made from real chocolate and people just throw that word around. So drinking chocolate is... Uh, The most intense version of this, and you might have heard of like European drinking chocolate that's really, really thick, maybe like in a shot glass. Uh, Ours isn't quite as thick, but it's only made from couverture chocolate, which is high cocoa butter content, which is kind of absurd to drink because it's super expensive. (laughs) And most people would never waste cocoa butter in a drink like that but it makes the most amazing texture it's thick and emulsified we make it out of our espresso machine so it's pretty crazy one i brought here today is a vegan one this is cinnamon masala and it's an 85 percent dark chocolate with hints of uh vietnamese cinnamon and masala curry and i made this one with rice milk so it's it's vegan
1: Awesome. So you do, when you drink these, you have to drink them with your pinky up? <laughs> <laughs> Is that my fancy drink?
2: They, they make great mochas. <laughs> yeah. Ten different flavors certainly keeps people on their toes. Um, I also uh-huh. brought a cookie up there that has the salted dulce de leche drinking chocolate baked on top of the cookie instead of made into a drink. So we even sell these bulk and one-pound bags for people to snack or bake or eat eat, uh, drink, whatever you want to do. People so you, mostly just eat right out of the bag.
1: Right. Can, yeah, so you can use it, like, if you buy the drinking chocolates. like uh-huh. I, I know you, in the in the um, retail area, you have a bunch yep. of different things you can choose Yeah, so from.
2: a lot of people just think that of that as bulk-flavored chocolate. But because you're going to make it into a drink, it's really strongly flavored for what it is. Mm. So if you eat it right out of the bag and it's the chili burnt caramel, it's going to be really spicy. Because <laughs> normally you dilute it into your favorite kind mm. of milk. But oh, I, I, like, I like baking with them. They're fun. Yeah. Certainly keeps us had a, on our had a good punch.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ten different flavors is certainly a lot. Yeah. Wow.
0: Um, and you also have a game night.
2: <laughs> you know, the funny thing about Eclipse, I didn't start a company because I wanted to be an entrepreneur. In fact, if you look at Eclipse of Citry, I'm actually not that good of a business person. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, come on. I know you guys give so much to charity. (laughs)
2: Well, we are. And there are certain (laughs) things that have happened that have been amazing, fantastic windfalls. But there's been a few huge stumbling blocks, too, like most small businesses will experience. But I say that because I didn't do this because I wanted to own a company. I did this because I wanted to be a craftsperson, and no one was going to employ me. So I (laughs) needed to do it myself. So I look at Eclipse as an opportunity for all sorts of things. I just want to have fun with uh, a company that I very much live with. Um, I live 100 feet down the street, so I'm almost always working. Um, So the idea of having a game night once a month on the first Tuesday of every night, uh, it's fun. It's it's kind of a lifestyle component that I can continue to pull the hours, but yet that's hardly work that evening. We invite people to bring board games. Um, I have a friend that made what he calls the Hopcade, which is a giant oversized uh, 8-bit arcade game that is built into kegs. Oh my god! So you have you have a one-on-one person battle off, and on the kegs are like a joystick and buttons, and it's like these eight-bit mini games, like Atari kind of style. Fun, uh, and that's in the middle of the umbral room. It's it's a it's fun. Uh, we keep adding other components, uh, like oversized Jenga set on the patio, oh, fun. just whatever we can do to invite people into what's clearly an unusual company. Sure, right. right. If you come to us for chocolate or dining, and you didn't know we did those other things, it's pretty surprising when you look around in the building.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like inviting people into your living room, your life. Yeah. You know, it's the center of your life, but you want to, you know, enjoy the the – Have fun with it, too. It's
2: actually an 80-chair restaurant, but we almost never are fully sat. In fact, our kitchen's not big enough to serve 80 people at once. (laughs) 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 But the 45-person dining room in the back, the umbral room, uh, is perfect for baby showers, bridal showers, my own tasting events, community classes. We In this this heart of South Park, we get all sorts of community requests for Hosting an event there because we have, you know, a charitable concept, we will waive fees and we'll have pretty much any community group in the back room. Oh, that's cool. So that's these other sort of events are just a great opportunity to use what's really kind of a an available special event space most of the time.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, speaking of games... I hear that you and I have something in common.
2: Well, the interesting thing about Eclipse, because it is so unique, uh, there's so many strange facets. It's not that difficult to garner some attention. Mm -hmm. Depending on what someone's looking for, you'll do some Googling and Eclipse might pop up for something. So, yeah, about six months ago, I got a surprise phone call uh, from producers at Guy's Grocery Games to ask if I was interested in participating in a chocolate-themed episode. Perfect. And they had two people that were in their normal sort of queue of applicants, because people apply for that show pretty regularly. And then they didn't have anyone else. <laughs> they, they really did not know what to do with the idea of a savory chocolate episode. So I'm pretty convinced I must have been at the top of their Google search, because yeah. they sourced me, and then they sourced a chocolatier in Miami that also had like a little cafe. Um, and I won, which was yeah. awesome. Uh, it was certainly wacky. That show is it's bizarrely so interesting. <laughs> I had no idea. It's a way bigger deal than Did I thought. Did they have
0: you practice running with the grocery oh, yeah. cart? That was my favorite part, like the practice run around, like the practice <laughs> lap with someone like cheering you on. You're like, what? Well,
2: you know, about a year ago, they had that, um, what was that, uh, like uh, social media uh, video thing where you saw the slow motion oh, what yeah. was that uh,
0: the mannequin, mannequin challenge. challenge yes oh, yeah.
2: they won they had the most amazing one it was yeah. over the top professional huh. looking and it was like five minutes long and I'm like this is magic it's from a TV show yeah, yeah right? but that was the first time anyone from the public would see anything in the background mm-hmm. from them because they sort of had this lingering shot through the whole studio, and it's really impressive to see the size of that studio and the fact that there's like 90 people making the show. Yeah, right. That's crazy. And they show 48 episodes a year, which means they're and dark. They
0: film in like eight weeks or something. Oh, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah.
2: But 48 contestants, if they all won the maximum, that's a half a million dollars of prizes. So this yeah. is like the most heavily watched show in the Food Network, and I didn't know it was a yeah, really big deal. It's, it is. It's yeah. Kind of crazy. Guy Fieri is a powerhouse. He's
0: gnarly, <laughs> right? Like. I want to hate him, but I can't he after is, that. He, like, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I've I mean, only heard like amazing things from, yeah. from
1: people that have worked for it. You know, everybody has their opinion of him from sure. the outside. Sure. But really, like I'll, the only things I've actually heard from people who worked with him is he's like, Really caring and yeah. cares about his job, cares about the people that are, he's working with. You know, totally. he's an intense he and serious food. person.
2: But with yeah. that level of resources flowing through you, you need to have that kind of command, or you're just wasting people's money. Right. Yeah. Really, okay. I and mean, that sounds impersonal. And he wouldn't make it as far as he did. No, it sounds <laughs> right. impersonal, but he is a powerhouse of what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, that's really fun. Well, congrats. Oh, yeah, yeah, I spent all that money to upgrade our, our facility. Yeah, I I,
0: went I spent mine in about a blink. Like, I was like, oh, that's gone. Okay.
2: Yeah, I installed like a video <laughs> projection system in the Umber Room. So nice. now we have all sorts of other opportunities to do other other events.
0: Yeah, yeah, perfect.
2: And that's actually how I launched the Build-A-Bar Nights, too. I spent oh. some money putting that whole program together. Cool. And now we have the component online. So you can even go onto our website and design your own chocolate bar and we'll ship it to you as well.
1: Whoa, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I
2: didn't know that. So, so guys, grocery games, thank you for giving us the momentum <laughs> for this new business component. Awesome. <laughs>
1: Um, so I know, so the bistro in your chocolate and savory, um, combinations, um, are really interesting is, do you have, is everything on your, um, menu? I don't have serve, that component or I don't no? serve
2: anything in the entire building that doesn't have chocolate, vanilla, or caramel oh. present mm-hmm. somewhere. Some of it's very subtle. Some mm-hmm. of it's classically bold, like a mole sauce, right? Sure. Um, our sauce for brunch that I joke that keeps us in business is the chili burnt caramel hollandaise, which is a traditional hollandaise that is then infused with our spicy chili burnt caramel sauce. So it's slightly sweet, slightly tangy, slightly salty, and slightly sort of nice. sour. It's all these things you want all together. And in the context of an Eggs Benedict, it's pretty awesome. Wow, um, vanilla cheese. bean aioli is like a condiment that I would eat. Forever. Yeah. It's so tasty. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Vanilla bean is amazing. First of all, it's unfortunately expensive right now because yeah. it's like a world shortage. Epidemic. Yes. Um, but <laughs> what's interesting is most people have never seen vanilla bean outside of the context of sweet cream. Mm. So when you put it in any other context and you remove the sugar, people still think it tastes sort of sweet because they associate it with cream. Yeah. But if you remove also the cream, you end up with this botanical that is fascinatingly deep. That most people would never consider in that context.
1: I like that; it's really fun. Yeah. Um,
2: even our wa- even our water. Uh, there's a drinking station at the front that's got vanilla bean infused water, which is wow. pretty awesome and weird. <laughs> yeah. um, so awesome, some of it's very weird. subtle, but uh, certainly uh, chocolate themed dinner is where people start to wonder. Yeah. Uh, what we're doing, and it's not you know chocolate clad everything, and it's not sweet everything either. I like the, yeah, savory
1: component of Mm -hmm. the chocolate can lend itself to the sweet and savory. It's really interesting. Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, Chocolate as uh, as a unsweetened component. I mean, I I love cocoa nibs. That's like the heart of chocolate. That that in itself has a huge culinary application that most people aren't thinking about. Mm -hmm.
1: Fantastic. Really great. So you guys are open uh, Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. We're actually
2: open Monday, all seven days a week. Oh, and then? Brunch every day, Sunday included. Sunday night, we're... Closed. That's the only night we aren't serving dinner. Sunday night.
1: Okay. So the so on here it just says you're open Friday and Saturday till eleven p.m. Yes. Is that correct. Yep, okay.
2: Friday, Saturday, eleven. Everyone else, uh, every day else is till until ten, 10. And, yeah. except
1: Sunday, which is until four p.m.
2: Yeah. So South Park is a pretty unique neighborhood for that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because mm-hmm.
2: there's a lot going on throughout the neighborhood, and it's a cute place to sort yeah. of dodge. in. we see a lot of tourists too. It's a cute really? tourist neighborhood.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So do you have you have a lot of uh, people from the neighborhood that come in, or is it a lot of more people that are searching out? The neighborhood's slower than you
2: think during the week because there's no real business lunch. Mm-hmm. And even though someone right. from downtown could drive to South Park in five minutes and find parking immediately, they're still going to struggle to get their lunch downtown, which is unfortunate because yeah. they should just think outside the box. Anyway.
0: <laughs> Intent. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, I mean, it's San Diego. There's, there's a unique neighborhood in every direction. And there's probably, through a different filter, a unique food exploration in every neighborhood. Yeah.
1: Yep. Um. So, so oh. you have and
0: what you got, what you got? free chocolates on Friday. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Friday the twenty. So I said
2: earlier that I wasn't a very good business person. As it turns out, it's hard to run a small company. And I I juggle a lot of hats, and sometimes some of them are are fit worse than others, like accountant and whatnot. So we actually had a pretty big stumbling block last year and I honestly thought we weren't gonna make it. Um today I'm relieved. About a month ago I actually um, met with, with my accountant. We really hard looked at a few things. We we had refiled our taxes that hadn't been managed very well from a previous accountant. And anyway, I feel like today is the first day of my career. Well, today, this month, where <laughs> where, where we really aren't living month to month. And I think Yay. that's impressive for a restaurant because most people don't realize restaurants mostly are living month to month. Right.
1: They're very small.
2: Yeah. So last year we had a pretty big stumbling block and we asked San Diego for support. We had the best Christmas we've ever had. Uh even if it wasn't about eclipse, I'm thrilled to see San Diego gift something locally made mm-hmm. that's a food mm. that supports so many local people. Um so San Diego really buckled down and helped you know keep us keep us afloat. And now that we've sort of turned that that cycle and we're into the next year, um we're having a thank you for the support, San Diego, oh, awesome. this Friday. Every single person who shows up gets a free salted caramel. Yeah. Um, so we'll have all sorts of fun things to choose from. If you need an alternative, like a dairy free alternative, we'll have some vegan truffles too. And then the first thousand people um, are going to get a buy one, get one brunch or dinner. So we'll have vouchers that are silver embossed and really fancy looking. Um, so you can uh, pick up a voucher and redeem it uh, for a free $12 plate of food.
0: Awesome.
1: Um, so what's the date this Friday? This, this Friday. Friday Mm-hmm. 28. I what the
2: twenty eighth. It, it's day actually day. National Milk Chocolate Day, oh. so I took the opportunity Sorry, to sort of uh, key into that.
1: Yeah. So Friday, July twenty eighth, free salted caramel at Eclipse Chocolate in yeah. South Park.
2: We open at nine a.m. and we're open all the way to eleven p.m. So yeah, pop in for that caramel, pop in for that voucher, and have a meal that day, or save it. Yeah, it's good for a year. Awesome. Take someone out.
1: Take someone out. <laughs> um, and you guys have happy hour Monday through Friday, three to seven p.m. So $100. beer and wine by the glass, five dollars.
2: And uh, you can get a truffle pairing for only a buck. That's wow! And so for six bucks, any wine or beer. I you know, I know it's right a, there. The, I want the to funny, th-
0: live at your restaurant.
2: <laughs> the funny thing about Eclipse, and again, because I'm not an entrepreneur first, what I want is a successful company, and I want people to have fun with it. So mm. I actually deeply price cut myself. Often because we're so diverse. Again, if chocolate's paying our primary bills, sometimes we can price really low on this kind of stuff. So even our $15 glass of wine is on happy hour for five bucks. Sweet. Because I don't need to nickel and dime that deeply. Mm-hmm. I'd yeah. much rather just see a bunch of people at Enjoy. my bar and hanging out. Awesome. Yeah, for sure.
1: That's really fun. Um, all right. So thank you, Will. Yeah, yeah thank yeah. you so much. Uh, can you tell us where people can find you online?
2: Uh, you can find on our website. You can also buy our chocolate at Hillcrest Whole Foods, La Jolla Whole Foods, um, a number of other small shops. Specialty of course, produce. yes, of course, <laughs> specialty right here. We have the entire <laughs> chocolate line right in front of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll uh, keep uh, keep us in mind in the future. We have a new product coming out: goat milk and honey caramels. Yeah. Working with some local goat farmers. That should be fun.
1: Cool. And that. So that's uh, EclipseChocolate.com.
2: Yes, EclipseChocolate.com.
1: And then you guys are on Instagram at. Eclipse Chocolate.
2: Uh-huh, and Facebook.
1: Yeah, prob- those Facebook, are, yeah. Those are
2: probably the best ways to keep in touch with our special events because there's almost always new something coming up. Yeah,
1: that's where I see all the stuff is mm-hmm. the Facebooks <laughs> yeah. and the Instagram, kind of see what's going on. Um, so you guys can check them out there, see all their different events that are going on, um, and then make sure you're signing up for our email list at com and following us on Instagram at sd, And then also following Kat... What's your show what's your me some name? love?
0: It's <laughs> dine local sd underscore cat with a k k a t.
1: Yeah, and you can see where cat goes out, gets to do all the fun stuff, and nom, go out nom, to the nom, restaurants nom. and nom. And she'll take <laughs> all the pictures and
0: all of them. All yeah. All I'm officially of them. that person. She is. Excuse me one moment. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Let me click that. Thanks. I'm just Instagramming this. <laughs> but yeah, you
1: could see a lot of the different things that are going on. Um, and have you posted? You posted about your trip
0: to eclipse. Not yet. I've been holding out. I know. I went for cupcake oh, extravaganza. Yeah.
2: Well, we'll definitely have to have you for a Build a Bar.
0: Oh, I would love to. Which yeah. one of
2: the 15,000 flavors will you make?
0: I don't know. <laughs> Tell <laughs> us
1: right now. Tell us yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> Off the top of your head. No. All right. Thanks, uh, thanks for joining well. us, guys. Oh, thank you. And um, we will see you next time. Yeah. And hopefully, we'll see you out at
2: Eclipse. Yes, Ooh. please.